good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Thank you for being a part of the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? A brand new podcast opportunity today and I hope that you've been able to listen to the previous ones that really set up for the podcast today and I got my coffee and my Bible open and uh, looking forward to just sharing with you some further truths about curing or alleviating the spiritual dryness that every believer goes through from time to time. Being the last podcast of this particular week, I want to encourage you again to be in the house of God this Lord's Day. It's not something that is a suggestion in Scripture. It is a command that we gather together as God's people to worship Him and to give Him the praise that He so richly deserves. So prepare your heart. Don't stay up all hours on Saturday night so that you you don't feel like rolling over and getting out of bed and going to worship God. And it's always been surprising to me that people who say, oh yes, I'm a Christian, I'm a disciple of Christ, but they don't have enough faith to get their bodies out of bed on, on the Lord's Day morning. So I want to encourage you to make that a priority. Uh, because really, it's 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 what you value most that motivates you, isn't it? So I trust that your relationship with Christ, that your discipleship with Him, and your longing to know Him better, to hear His Word, will motivate you to get out of bed and to get into God's house. Uh, that's uh, a, a statement that I think is particularly true when it comes to spiritual dryness. Been looking at a series of articles that I've been uh, interacting with uh, with you on the podcast, and we were looking at an article by M. R. Conrad last time, and I was sharing with you thoughts that come from him and my own interjections as well. But uh, he talked about spiritual dryness and how one of the greatest problems or the uh, say that the, the contributions to that is that we have just become so busy. The noise is too high in our life. There are so many distractions, the hurry, the crowds, the Americanism of what we live every day. Uh, I was reading recently that even when we had computers that came along, it was supposed to make our work weeks shorter and our jobs more efficient and in reality it has almost caused the opposite that uh, our hours at work are longer that it's never quite out of your mind because you're always connected via the internet and your laptop and your phone but here we have the opportunity to be able to just reflect on that a little bit and understand uh, what God has called us to in terms of our relationship with him. So with that in mind, I wanted to take an opportunity in the podcast to close out this week to really give an admonishment to everybody who's listening about doing something which we don't come naturally by as believers in America. Our life is so fast-paced here that it really takes a deliberate, purposeful effort to slow your pace of life. And Mark Conrad, who wrote an article that I am drawing from, actually makes that suggestion that says if you don't do that, uh, and slow your time down to spend time with God, you're going to be like an out-of-control vehicle at times because our spirits get so driven. It's hard to slow down during that time with God. We say stay going all the time. Um, so frequently I see posts made by people on social media about an opportunity they have just to sit out in a in a lounge chair in their yard, and it's such a great blessing to them because of the fast-paced nature of life. And you can try to hold on to that steering wheel of life for so long, but eventually you're going to crash or circumstances will force you to go down uh, a fruitless side road. It's like going down Interstate 81 in Virginia 
and there being a uh, one of those uh, tractor trailer runaway truck ramps. You may find that that's something that ends up happening to you is running up on one of those simply because uh, your brakes have gone because of the fast pace of life. So I want to suggest to you that our pace of life needs to decelerate so that your devotional times can have quietness. And I'm going to be the first to admit, I live a very busy life, that it is a very difficult thing to do, but you've got to work at it. You've got to cultivate personal habits that are going to be conducive for spiritual vitality in life. I read last time in the podcast from Jim Elliott and from his letter that he wrote to his mother, in which he acknowledged, you know what, mom, you're right, um, undisciplined uh, bedtimes can often lead to inconsistent spiritual life. Elliot learned that you got to have sleep. You got to have regular, consistent physical rest. In my younger years, I didn't spend as much attention, pay as much attention to that as I probably should have. Your body requires regular physical exercise. You got to have times when uh, you take a little bit of time off and maybe get away a little bit, take your foot off the gas pedal. Because uh, I think that we get so stressed for that reason. Now, in addition to that, we got to recognize that artificial busyness is very much a part of our thinking at times. Think about this with me for a moment. Uh, the, the perception that I have so much to do. How many times have you said to somebody, well, I just got so many things to do. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to fulfill it all. And it's like your life is filled with static and noise and haze. And that noise uh, can be worried that fills any of your downtime and your dead time. And noise can be radio, as in the case of Jim Elliott, could be some modern media equivalent like TV or social media, and you can spend all this time going through all the videos and things that are available to you and blog posts. And Well, all of that noise causes you to feel like you're running from one crisis to the next when in fact you are not. That's a deliberate decision that you have made. Let me say this. Actually, this comes from Dr. Conrad. He said, whatever distracts your ear from hearing God's voice is destructive to your life. That is so true. Can I end this podcast today by giving you some suggestions about how to combat spiritual dryness caused by having a noisy mind? Number one, let me challenge you as we end this podcast week to guard your time with God and don't let anything take its place. Uh, please don't do that. We're all tempted to, but don't do it. Number two, uh, how about keep a paper and pen beside you while you read God's Word? Maybe a spiral-bound notebook, and as important responsibilities of the day pop into your mind, you can write them down and then just dismiss them. You can read your reminders later after your time with God. Just set it aside. Turn your phone off. Turn the alarm off. Turn the ringer off on your phone. Uh, and that will be a help. Number three, how about set a consistent bedtime and waking time? We are a uh, society of night owls, unless you're old like me. Uh, you you look forward to that time when you can get to bed early, but I would requ- uh, ask you to consider setting that consistent bedtime. Number four, guard your day off especially if you're in ministry, but even in secular life, guard your day off. Make sure that you don't fill it with so many things that you don't have the time to rest. 
Number five, stop work at a set time each day. If you work from home, this is even more difficult. If your office is in your house, it's a struggle, but I encourage you to guard that day off. Um, excuse me, to stop work at a set time each day. Number six, take walks, go running. I don't run, but I like to take walks. I like to put my earbuds on, put on some good godly music and go for a good walk and it helps. Number seven, add special devotional times. Uh, I like quiet locations where I can go out in the woods or I can go in an isolated place and spend time with God alone. Number eight, check, stop checking work messages by a set time each evening. Uh, they can wait until tomorrow. Uh, don't look at it. Uh, number nine, avoid addiction to media, which can be exhausting. Limit your screen time. Every Lord's Day morning, my phone actually gives me a, uh, a, a summary of my screen time for the previous week. And that's helpful to be able to keep check on that. Number 10, avoid getting sucked up into political debates and video clips, which really get you worked up and excited. There's some folks that they just stay wound tight as ticks because they're so upset about political things that are going on. I think that's an artificial means of noise in your life. And last of all, uh, you may want to consider your own personal life and how God is leading and make sure that you reduce the noise that distracts you from God. Whatever it is, everybody's life is a little bit different. But make sure that you ask the Lord prayerfully, help me to know what's keeping me from a right time with you. The Bible says again in Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 15, In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. That's a good passage of scripture. Uh, the entire verse literally reads this way. For thus the Lord says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in repentance and rest you will be saved. In quietness and trust is your strength, but you are not willing. Are you willing today to guard that time with Christ? It's worth it. It's worth any investment of your time. May the Lord bless you as you serve Him. Walk with Him. Be in His house this weekend. Uh, on the first, excuse me, on the first day of the week to set it up in the right tone. God bless you. 